What is going on? Hey, yeah, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode four, episode four. of the Boys for Life podcast. We have a great one today. I'm Excited. super stoked. Welcome back, my brother. How are you feeling? Dude, I'm feeling good, bro. Feeling really good, man. Um, dude, there's a lot of good things going on. Um, there are a lot of good things going on. Life is good right now. It's good. Yeah, everything's good, man. I definitely cannot complain. Staying active, staying busy, always working. Um, as always. As always, dude. But uh, what's, what's good with you? The grind does not stop. Yeah. Dude, it's actually beautiful outside. Dude, gorgeous day. Gorgeous like, day. It's, it's gorgeous yeah. out, but like last night, I went for a walk. I was taking my dog on a walk at night. It was like probably like 930. Yeah. Sun was down. And it just felt really good outside. I was like, "Oh yeah. my gosh!" Like I, I was wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, which is weird, but wow, yeah, it was. It kind of cooled off a little bit yeah. at night, but mm-hmm. it felt really good. And it's mm-hmm. just waking up, sun's out. I went for a run this morning, and it's just like it's just feeling good, man. Life is good. Yeah, I'm kind of vibrating today. I'm not gonna I lie. Love it, I got though. some good energy. It's, I'm feeling good today. It's, uh, it's probably that cold tub, cold plunge you took Ooh, earlier. Cold it plunge, might be still that feeling cold tub it. You know, for the for the, the listeners that wow. don't know. So over the winter, <laughs> shout out Wim Hof. If you're not familiar with the Wim Hof method, he's really big on like cold exposure, cold showers, mm-hmm. cold tubs, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. All the benefits it does for your your mind, your body, mm-hmm. your immune system, yada, yada. Me and him both have cold tubs. Actually, the same one. Shout out Tractor Supply. Big shout out Tractor but Supply. I hadn't gotten in mind since I got my tattoo, which was like three months ago. Uh-huh. Um, and... I cleaned it out. It was absolutely disgusting. I told you the water in there was freaking disgusting. It was like oh, it was man. literally more yellow than like lemon lime Gatorade. Oh, so I, I know it was absolutely wretched. So I dumped it out, cleaned it out, and I actually got in today. I sat in there. We were on the phone for like ten minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't as cold, obviously, as the winter, but first time doing a cold tub in a while, I felt so good after. Dude. I went inside. I was chilling for a little bit. Like my body was like cold. I kind of yeah. had to put a hoodie on yeah, and some yeah, sweats. Yeah. I was like, I kind of missed this feeling. Yeah. We, did, we did it all winter. Started in what? End of November, early December, I think I started, and then you got on the wave like a week or two after me, and we were doing it religiously. I was doing yeah. Yeah. three, four, five minutes a day, even when it was zero degrees out, and the cold tub was almost solid ice all the way through, yeah. but yeah. maybe that's why I'm vibrating today. I'm feeling why. pretty good. I yeah. took a shower before I came over for a brew, but enough of that. Yeah. I really, I know that you had a really good day yesterday. I did. I did. I didn't want to talk too much about it before the <laughs> podcast because I wanted to save these conversations for the pod. Um so why don't you tell the the, the viewers and the mm-hmm. listeners what happened yesterday? Yeah. So as you know, we, we do this every week, right? Mm-hmm. We have to give a shout out where it's due. This is a major shout out to Tina. I mean, mm-hmm. Tina. Shout out Tina. Every so, episode. Every episode. But this is legit Tina. So she um, she loves Q101. And there was a girl named Kenzie who's one of the co-hosts. And she was talking about this show called MVP. Um, it's known as Most Valuable Partner. It's on the Cubs Marquee Network. And Christina was like, oh, this seems really cool. Like, how, how do we sign up? So she messaged Kenzie on Instagram. She's like, hey, how you doing? How we wanna, we're interested in this. How do we sign up? Blah, blah, blah. She sent Christina a link that we signed up for. And you get, there's a lot of, I think like hundreds of people put their submissions in. And we got lucky and they picked us. <laughs> and we were in Chicago yesterday at Old Crow Smokehouse. Um, doing some filming. I mean, it was it was really cool. Our our friends came down, um, family came down. It's a really cool experience. Um, for those of you who don't know, I don't think you really even know the full backstory of the MVP show. I don't think I do. To yeah. Be honest so with you, I really MVP don't think I do. stands for Most Valuable Partner. So it's the concept's more like a game show. Um, so there there's there's three rounds. So the first round, and mind you, I can't share everything with you because we did sign a disclosure. It's not gonna be NDA, really. They made you sign an we NDA. We had to what? sign some sort of contract that we can't talk about our results, who won, yeah, um, until it's released. I believe they said three to four weeks on Marquee Network. So tune in. 
we'll, we'll talk more about it when it gets closer. Um, but I'm excited to, to show you guys that episode. But we can talk about the, the structure of it. Yeah. So th- there's there's three rounds, and you advance. You um, you have a chance at winning um, tickets to the 1914 Club, which is this luxurious. Um, was it club or um it's like below the stadium it's below right? the stadium it's below, yeah, it's, it's below the field, below right? the field. um your seats are like the first 10 rows which is pretty cool yeah all you can eat all you can drink at the the best food they have at wrigley it's a really cool experience so the first round was more about like how well do you know your partner mm-hmm. so uh, they asked some questions like you know as an example um if if you were if your partner was to you know were, were to be a closer what song would they come out to right yeah. you kind of have to guess questions like that 100 so we did really well. Um, what was your guess? Did she, was she guessing for you so, on that question, yeah. or did, did you so guess for her? She had to guess me. Okay. She had to guess me. What was the guess? Um, <laughs> so, Mike Stud? Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm going to leave it at that, right? Of course. Um, now, I, I, I can't really share much more, or else it'll, it'll start giving some things away, but there's yeah. there's three rounds, and obviously, the more you advance, there's more harder questions. They ask more Cubs trivia. Um, so, Christine and I, I mean, we studied the whole last two weeks. We were studying. I was giving her preparation. Quizzing. Always I was prepared. asking her all the questions. A lot of them came up. Some of them didn't, which is okay. Yeah. But I'm just going to say, Christina, even though she's more of a, a basketball fan, loves the Bulls. She absolutely crushed it. Like absolutely she crushed it. Fucking crushed it. I'm gonna say it. She did really well. I'm really proud of her, and she should be proud of herself. Um, That's awesome. Shout out Tina again. Shout out, dude. Shout, shout out, out Tina, Tina again. Oh, I love Tina. I, I know. I know you can't give it away, but yeah. I'm really hoping that you guys came together and landed those 1914 tickets. Oh, mm-hmm. we, we can't spill it. We, can't, we won't, we we won't can't. spill the beans. But I'm just really happy you guys had a good time. I know that I saw on your story. Was were your parents there? Or was that her parents? Both parents were there. Both parents were there because I saw there. Yep. you put on your story that somebody posted like the photo of you and the was it the Fukudomi jersey? Fukoske Fukudomi, yes, baby. Yes, the Fukudomi. I saw the you goat. guys were there, <laughs> and you know obviously they they weren't like recording or like you know when they were asking you questions, but I just saw you guys were there and it just looked amazing. It looked like so much fun. What an experience, right, dude? It and was, didn't mm-hmm. it all come about because she was calling the hotline for the Fallout Boy tickets? <laughs> yeah, Isn't that what happened? And then somehow you guys rerouted, and she ended up getting you guys on the game show so yeah so i i I, we got to backtrack a little bit here so christina loves calling in to win radio just tickets anywhere Mm -hmm. any free tickets she'll get i believe this was actually when we first started dating so it was actually last summer so she called in i think it was q101 was it was it q101 or was it like 1035 maybe i don't know Okay, so she thinks it's 101.9. She's behind us, obviously. That's why there's a little delay pause, but she's live with us always, always Always. here. Um, But she she won an all-inclusive trip out to Vegas to go see the Jonas Brothers. Oh, my goodness. Swear. I swear to God, her and a friend all paid for. That is incredible. For a weekend? For a weekend. So basically what you're saying is that <laughs> if you want anybody to be calling in and you want to win, it needs to be Tina. It needs to be Tina. It needs to be it Tina. To be okay, Tina. so now it makes a lot yeah. more sense why you guys were chosen for the game show. Yeah. She's probably, it's secret, she's probably got the Fallout Boy tickets too, and you guys are going to be going to that. So that, that, that is I, amazing. That I can share. We did not win that yet. Okay. That okay. I can share. Okay. We didn't sign okay. on any NDA or contract okay. yet, yeah. um, but we did not win yet. So we, we've been calling every morning though. Every no, morning she's perfect. calling. I love it. Respect. But, I'm glad that you guys had a good time at the game show. It looked yeah. like so much fun. Honestly, I want to hear a little bit more, but I want to talk about it on the pod. Yeah. But also, after the podcast, you guys had a great night. You went out to, was it, you didn't stay at Old Crow. You went somewhere else, right? So we went to Bamboo right across the street. Right across the street. Um, and uh, you, you met somebody, right, that I think the boys would appreciate. The boys would appreciate this. So we uh, we walked in, and I, I saw someone in the corner. I'm like, I had to do a double take. 
and it was Sky Bree and Nick Narasina and the shout boys. Out Sky Bree. Shout out Sky Bree and um, they're they're really dope people. Yeah, like, they're really really good people. And uh, I know a lot of people you probably know you know who Sky Bree is and and Nick Narasina. Um, you know they're they're on social media, YouTube, uh, adult industry, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. I don't think she is a, is in the adult she's industry not anymore. The, I don't no, think she's she in the industry anymore. She no. did a, a podcast with Bradley Martin, and she said that she kind of got in, got out, and uh, made her money, and she just kind of made dipped. a name for herself, and she dipped, which powered her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seriously, so, yeah. Were there like a lot of people around them? Like, did you go up to them or like what it, What happened? Kind of run us through yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So I walked in and they're at the first table in Bamboo and I look over at them and I saw Nick right away. And then I kind of just walked away and I'm like, that was Nick Narasina. I was like, yeah. what the hell is you doing here? So I go over to tell my cousins with me, my, my boy Pat, um, Christina, a couple of her friends were there. Um, we were just kind of grabbing drinks and I'm like... Okay, I gotta go say hi because how often are you gonna see him? They're always in Florida. Yeah, Nick's actually from Grays Lake. That's what. Yeah, he's close. He's right outside that, yeah. Chicago. I mean, he's a good dude, man. Like an hour away. Hour away. So I went over to him. I said, "What's up?" I was like, "Yo, you're Nick." Yeah, blah blah blah. Just was talking to him, Zane, um, and a couple of other boys. Really good dudes, man. Just really good dudes. Hundred percent. They're they're just they're just chilling. And there wasn't a lot of people who went over to them. They may have recognized them. They may not have. But yeah. um, it was cool, man. We talked to them for like probably 20, 30 minutes. That's really cool, dude. They're just really genuine people. Just wanna, just wanna work hard. They're 100%. literally one of the boys. Hundred percent. I'm gonna keep know? it a buck with you. I don't really watch many YouTubers anymore, Same. but I do watch Nick Nayarcina's channel. And I, I kind of got onto him like a month ago, dude. I, maybe I about a month Nick. and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching most of his videos. Super entertaining, cool guy. The dude. eyebrow riz. Yes, dude. you know, I would, I 100 percent would have said something to him about the eyebrow line. Oh, I should have. Um, I, 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 I got scared. I got scared. And no, Brad, the academic wimp, I would have been looking for him. But yeah, shout out to him, there. dude. I really hope that he gets everything that he. That he um, he's striving for a road to a milli, and it's crazy. I think because he he used to be uh, the videographer, like the editor for the Nelk Boys. Hundred percent. Yeah. Steve will do it. And yeah. Steve was like, kind of put the planted the seed in his head like a while back. Was like, dude, you need to be doing your own channel. Yeah. Doing your own thing. He makes music too, which is actually fire. Yeah. I don't he's know if you've listened to I it. I have. He's, yeah. He's got fire music he's got good too. Music, bro. So shout out to him, man. I, I'm really glad that you guys had a good time, dude. Yeah, and hey, if you guys are watching this and you're back, dude, hop it's on the, MVP, the boys for it? the marquee, the marquee, marquee channel, yeah, marquee channel. Okay, yeah. Let, let us know when uh, when that drops. We could talk about it on the next episode if it if it's come out by then. Yeah, if it comes out by then. And Nick, if you're watching this, you, you got to come on the Boys Life podcast. So we need you out here, Nick. We, Nick need we need you. You're a good you. dude. I, I sent so you a DM questions. last night too. Open it. Respond. <laughs> respond. <laughs> I respond. Love respond. But I love it. I love it. I kind of I kind of want to bring this back in. Okay, so yep. Yep. Because I, I wanted to talk about last night. And I, for sure. I wanted to save it for the podcast because yeah. I knew that you guys had a great time. And great time. Kind of wanted to talk about Sky Bree for the viewers. I know a lot of the guys probably don't know who Nick Nayer Cena is, but I feel like a lot of them know who Sky Bree is. So I wanted to say not that. yet. Let's not say yet, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. yet. No, I'm, I'm not dogging respect. you, Nick. No, I'm just saying you're still kind of under the radar for a little bit, which, which is a good cool. It's great. But your girlfriend, you know, a lot of the dudes out there probably know who she is. But listen, I'm sure they do. Okay? <laughs> but let's bring this back in. <laughs> As we all know that June, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe maybe we don't all know, but yeah. as we all should know, June is Men's Mental Health Month, and we kind of wanted to talk about mm-hmm. you know some serious things. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a, a crisis out there for men, and I kind of feel yeah. like for boys in specific too, the younger generations, and I'm yeah. really worried about them because I kind of feel like just with social media and just kind of with technology and everything, I kind of feel like there's just a a lost generation of young men out there. And we don't have to touch on it too much, but Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like that's why Andrew Tate has really blown up the way that he has is because I feel like the younger generation of the boys and the young men Mm -hmm. need somebody like that to be kind of pushing them to strive 
to be better and to work towards totally. their goals and to achieve the things that you know that they that they want to in life mm-hmm. right. whatever success yeah. may be but i feel like there really is a boy crisis out there and i yeah. feel like there there are a couple generations honestly of just young lost men and it's mm-hmm. sad it is very sad and there, there's actually a book out there called the boy crisis which is on this that i recommended my dad to read mm-hmm. he's ordered it i want to read it myself as well mm-hmm. so unfortunately at this point in time i can't quote anything out of that book but i do know that there is yeah. a big crisis out yeah. there and just with men in general which is which is crazy, and I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. And you no. said when we were upstairs, kind of prepping this pod, you mm-hmm. know, there's a stigma around it with mental health, and I kind yeah. of feel like there's always that kind of look on like men can't talk about their emotions, we can't talk about our feelings because mm-hmm. we might be weak. Oh, you're a pussy, you're crying, which is, yeah. is the farthest thing from the truth. For sure, I honestly think a man who shows his emotions and he cries and is vulnerable is more of a man than 100%. the man who doesn't. Yeah. But I feel like society and people kind of look at it backwards, yeah. which is weird. Yeah, you know what I mean, dude. It's it is uh, it's a very interesting world we live mm-hmm. in. I would say that's probably a good word 100%. to use. And you're right, man. I mean, there's kids nowadays that are just lost. They have no idea what the fuck they want to do in life. There's so much they they lose all their purpose. 100. percent So I think to your point, like having a figure like Andrew Tate. Um, is someone that can really drive the generation. I feel like he has a good audience. I feel like that's why he has so much influence is because he's speaking truth. Cut out some of the the crazy outlandish things that he said about, you know, the women and relationships, blah, blah, blah. I truly think that he said that stuff at the beginning just to go viral. Uh, You know, and I I do think that people of his stature have a certain agenda. And I, he would, I don't know. I have obviously never sat in a room with him, but he would probably say if it's true that you have to gain some sense of like virality and, you know, you have to gain that popularity before people will listen. Well, and he talked about it once, too, is that he knew what he was doing on TikTok. That's 100%. how he got all the clips went viral, all the algorithms. 100%. He knew what he was doing. He's exactly. a smart-ass dude. He's a sharp dude, intelligent dude. He did it on purpose. Exactly. And look, and he's he's very successful. I mean, it's you don't need to go, go into it right now. Yeah. There's some shit going on, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't, need to dive, we don't need no. to dive honestly too deep. I didn't really want to talk too much about Andrew Tate. No, no, no. But the last thing I'll say about him is his core message correlates right. to the boy crisis and the crisis in men yeah. which is just i honestly just to, to keep yeah. it a buck is the lack of accountability the lack of the hard work the lack of motivation lack of self-worth yeah. that i think a lot of men it doesn't matter what age you are mm-hmm. obviously it's it's a crisis in a lot of men it's, right. it's rampant nowadays and it's sad yeah. and i i wrote sad. down a couple stats here that, that i kind of want to read off mm-hmm. shout out to headsupguys.org we'll mm-hmm. put the link in the description mm-hmm. on youtube yeah. and we can also i think put the link in the description on spotify and for apple sure. yeah, yeah. for those that want to you know pull up this article that we got some of these facts from and kind of do a little bit of your own research mm-hmm. i would encourage you to do it because people don't talk about this enough and there no. really is a crisis in depression um and and suicide in men that i think a lot of people don't realize how yeah. like prominent it is and how big of an issue yeah. it really is. So let me read off a couple of these yeah. things for the viewers and the listeners do it. Yeah. to kind of bring it yeah. to light. Did you know that in the U.S., the suicide rate is four times higher in men than it is in women? That's, that statistic there itself is it's staggering. Staggering, it's mind-blowing. Staggering. Wow. Now think about this. Take this one too. Male deaths represent 79% of all suicides accounting to roughly 105 suicides by men a day in the U.S. alone. 105 male suicides a day. A day. Just in the U.S. That is, dude, that is... You're telling me that there's not a problem out there? There's a big problem. He, 105 it, a day. It, it, it accounts for 79% of all suicides, men. 
it just it bothers me. I'm I, I, I got goosebumps. I know. I'm I'm glad we're I, I I'm really glad we're touching on this because it's, it's not talked about enough. That's it's extremely sad. Listen to this one. Suicide is the second most common cause of death for men under the age of 45. The second most common cause of death for all men under the age of 45. Dude. And honestly, what breaks my heart a little bit more is this last one. Only 35% of men, on average, seek help from a mental health practitioner. And this kind of leads me to my next point. You know, I know that you're a licensed social worker. So I kind of got a question for you. You know, when men, when we're going through these kind of emotions and you're feeling depressed and you're in a little bit of a rut, what are some things that we can do? Because obviously, whatever we're doing ain't working if 105 men are killing themselves a day. For sure. I mean, I think as you know, I mean, there's, we need a lot, right? And just to preface for the viewers, so I I am a school social worker. I work, uh, I work in a middle school. um, So I, I we have kids who are have suicidal ideation, um, have suicidal thoughts, passive, active, um, all the time. And a lot of, there, there's there's certain ways of going about it, right? So um, the first thing you do is seek help. And the statistic you just brought up that what, what was it, 35? Thir- roughly 35% percent of, of men, men on average seek help. Dude, that's one-third of people seek help, and two-thirds don't. Mm-hmm. Like if you just think about that, that is just – that's extremely sad. Like that breaks my heart as as a social worker, it my you know myself right. One hundred percent. But you know what it is? I think it's that stigma that we just talked about a minute ago. That's mm. you're a man. Mm. Shut up. Suck it up. You're a pussy. Yeah. No. It one hundred percent. And yeah, that's the problem. Is I think we need to break down that yeah. barrier and that stigma mm-hmm. so men can realize, hey, mm-hmm. it's okay to not be okay. I need to seek help, like you said. But I think with with that stereotype and just kind of like that view that society has given men is like mm-hmm. you need to just suck it up, like you're a man. The, the yeah. phrase, the term, be a man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that drives a lot of people to not seek help. They're just like, oh, I'm okay. I'm just gonna bottle it up. I'll yeah. be okay. That's never. That's. But everybody obviously has that breaking point. If right. 105 men are taking their lives every single day, for sure. And and I think to touch on your point is like every case is different, right? Mm-hmm. You have kids, people, adults, humans who either have active thoughts, passive thoughts, or they have a plan with intent, or they have a plan. There's so many different uh, variations of what stage you are in of suicide. It's heavy. It's very heavy. And the first place that we always start at is we have to develop a plan, right? People think you have to do a safety plan. Safety plan, you you may have to get there. Mm -hmm. It all depends on what phase students are in. I use phase very loosely. That's just kind of how I'm explaining it to our viewers and just so people understand. Yeah. Right. So if you have, so let's for, give you an example here. If you have a, let's say you have a, a person, they have very, very passive thoughts, right? Maybe every hour, every couple hours, every day, they have just a, a thought of, Oh, I, I want to take my life because life sucks. Right. Life sucks. Right. It's very passive. It's not active. There's no plan. You don't really have to, you don't necessarily need a safety plan. You do need a game plan though. Right. Like our protocol would be you, 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 you communicate home. You got to let people know, let adults know, Hey, this is what's going on. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, just so if we need to, if it gets to that point, if, if we're, if we, if we let it go any further, let those thoughts just submerge internally, it can really be 
can be a really tough scene. I got I got a question for you yeah, though. So absolutely. kind of with that seeking help and going to your family and your mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. those that are close to around you, what if somebody is dealing with these kind of things and they they have a fear of being judged like I don't want to go to my friends I don't want them to see me any different look at me any differently I don't want to go to my parents for fear of judgment what would yeah. you kind of say to that because I know that that's a very common thing yeah. when people are in this kind of mindset and they're 100%. in that deep rut mm-hmm. they don't want to be looked at any different mm-hmm. seem weaker right. or right. seem yeah. seem broken yeah, yeah. What, do you, what do you think about that I think the first thing I would always encourage is find someone you trust right mm-hmm. you got to have it and if not, I, I encourage you to really seek help. But if you do have someone that's like a trusted adult or even like a, a mental health therapist, reach out. Reach out and, and talk with them. Because people who have those those types of thoughts, they have they're they're they can be very sensitive, right? Like you said, people may be saying, Oh, you're a pussy, you know, you like you, you suck, suck it up, suck man it up. up. Right. Which is which is never okay to do that. It, it's 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 very difficult sometimes to have some of these conversations because I do take it very personally when working with a lot of these kids who struggle with this on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. right? But you, you have to seek help. The first thing is seek help, right? Identify what is going on, seek help, develop a plan, right? Once you develop a plan, then you can go down the avenue, okay, is this something that we need to you know, develop a plan? Maybe you need to do like a grounding technique, right? A meditation, right? Positive affirmations, right? Um, do something that will distract your thoughts. Maybe you do some arts and crafts. Maybe you watch a movie. Maybe you go for um, exercise, right? Yeah. You got to be careful and mindful of it. You don't want to do something that's too intense. You want to do something that's kind of, that's distracting enough but not overwhelming. But not overwhelming. And because, too much. Because you have to be mindful and sensitive. You have to put your yourself in other people's shoes. Yeah. Right? Because it can be very tough. Right? But it all starts with that. So just to recap, because I know that was a lot. Right? You have to identify who it is that you need to reach out to. Develop a plan. What kind of game plan? What kind of safety plan? Who needs to be involved in the safety plan? What does the safety plan look like? Are they passive thoughts? Active thoughts? Are they actively suicidal? Are we not actively suicidal? Right. And then develop some sort of um, coping mechanism, coping strategies that you can use. Mm -hmm. Grounding techniques, going to the gym, um, journaling, drawing, writing, um, using a fidget, figuring out what that is and then continuing to check in. Maybe you check in um, biweekly or or bi-daily or weekly, biweekly, whatever it is, meeting the individual with where they're at. Yeah. It can be hard, though. It can be very hard. It can be very, very hard. I honestly kind of feel like I got a lot of respect for you and your line of work because I was just thinking I don't want to go to like a dark place, but like like how scary and terrifying it would be to like be dealing with the person that's going through that kind of stuff. And then God forbid, like they end up taking their life and you're Mm -hmm. wondering with those questions like what could I have done different Mm -hmm. or like was it my fault? Should I have done this or should I have done why, man? Like it's heavy. It's it's honestly like it's being like working in a hospital yeah. and like you're dealing with a gunshot wound person yeah. and you know their life is hanging on a, by a thread yeah. and you slip up or something and they end up losing their life. Like it's yeah. just, it's heavy, man. This is a really heavy subject. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go dark. But no, no, no. I'm just like thinking random stuff. No, and no, I I'm glad that you're bring, you're bringing that up because I think it is important that because this isn't talk, talked about enough. People are scared to talk about suicide. And here's the thing. If if you're talking with someone who is is suicidal, you can talk to it. You can talk to them, right? I think people are scared. Oh, they're suicidal. I can't talk to them. You can talk to them. You need to talk to them. You need to talk to them, right? Like just because they're thinking it doesn't mean they're gonna follow through. Mm-hmm. That's a common misconception. Now, if you talk with them and they start talking like I have means and I have an active plan, then we need to get certain people involved, right? Yeah. But if they if they just say like, oh, I, I want to kill myself, right? Like some people 
try to brush it off because they don't want to intervene. Yeah. And they don't want to deal with what the repercussions could be. Mm-hmm. But you need to have a conversation. You need yeah. to check in. You need to see how people are doing. You need to check in with the boys and have those conversations. Yeah. It's important. It's I, very important. Man. I think, honestly, the biggest thing is if somebody comes to you saying things like that or they're expressing to you how much pain they're in, I think the biggest thing that you need to do is listen. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. biggest peeve, because I've been in, yeah. I've been in that headspace before. Totally, I'm sure you have as well. For sure, yeah. And one of the biggest peeves for me, it's it's actually funny. I was talking with one of my friends last night about this mm-hmm. from Arkansas. Shout out Jazzy. Um, is when you're in that headspace and you try to confide in one of your close friends or a close confidant, and you're really letting it all out on the table, and then somehow that person like turns the conversation into like being about themselves, mm-hmm. or just somehow twisting it to be like. Make it about them. I just very selfish. I think the biggest thing somebody needs in that situation is just somebody to listen. That's it. Sometimes you just need to shut up and listen and just be there. Don't try to control the conversation. Don't try to control them. Don't try to like rise up. Just listen. That's it. And yes. Does that make sense? 100%. And it's it's sad because how (laughs) some people, uh, this is what I have observed just through conversation and just based on body language and with certain people is people don't listen people and people only care about themselves. Mm-hmm. They really do. I hate to say, it. I'll say it. I mean, everybody's always a little bit selfish. Which at the end is. of the day, like you have to look out for yourself. I get it. But when somebody's coming to you, like in a for, time like this, for sure. the last thing that matters is you. Yeah. Who gives, you need to just fucking listen yeah. to that person coming to you in this situation. Right. No one gives a fuck about money or your job or this is, a person's life exactly like we have to have empathy and just for people like we're, we're all human and it's just it's really shitty that a lot of this younger generation is just growing up in such a, an evil world i mean it, it's it's sad yeah. and it, it i don't see anything changing anytime soon I, like i'm not gonna lie no. to you dude like about like what three weeks ago maybe a month i was in a pretty dark place mm-hmm. and i reached out to one of my friends who i had never talked to about this kind of stuff just kind of hoping yeah. we'd have a good conversation and he twisted the conversation and like basically talked down to me mm-hmm. for like 25 minutes and made it about himself and i was like okay well fuck you i'm never going to talk to you ever right. about any of this stuff ever no. again because you're a no. prick yeah seriously he's one of my close friends so it was kind of sad and i was like damn but you, you sadly learn. You sadly you learn. Sadly learn, right? I mean, this is something means something that I'm trying to work on every single day. Yeah. Right. Like with even with my personal relationship, even like with my friendships, like when to turn certain things off. Mm-hmm. It can be hard though. So I get it. But like when we're talking about mental mental health, mental illness, yeah, it's important that you don't you don't know what people are going through. You don't know what type of dark, deep thoughts people are having. You, you don't know. You really don't know. And you ha- you just need to be there and just show up. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing, man. You know, and um, I think just w- one thing that I do want to just kind of touch on like briefly here is while we're kind of going on this path is, you know, for people who may be, may be experiencing something like this is that it's, it's a day by day journey. It's not going to be, it's not going to resolve in a day or a week or maybe even a month. It may even take longer. Yeah. But you, ha- you, you have to show up for yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's hard when some people aren't going to be there for you. And you find out who's going to be there in your corner and who's not. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing. You have to show up for yourself. And even in days that fucking suck and you don't want to fucking do it. But you know that that little coping strategy helps. 
whatever it is. Got to do it. You have to do it. You got to do it. Like for us, it's like doing the cold tub. We don't want to fucking do it, but it helps us so mm-hmm. much. Or going we, to the gym when you're not feeling good or whatever it dude, is. Like you have to show up for yourself. You have to. Right. Especially when you're in that rut. Seriously. You have to show up because it's for uh, you. You have to. You know? If you don't want to read, because you know it's going to give you knowledge, it, you, have to, you have to do it. You just have to do it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's why a lot of people have a lot of success because they do the things they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So if you put yourself in it, we'll use, a, 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 use, I guess, some sort of metaphor here. Say someone who's battling mental, mental illness, right? Obviously, if you don't help yourself out, it's going to deteriorate, mm-hmm. right? I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah. But if you help yourself, you give yourself a fighting chance every single day. Every day. And you're, you're, you inch closer and closer and closer to the end goal. It's just like a football team, right? You don't win the national championship or the Super Bowl in the preseason. Yeah. Right? You win it one day at a time. You have to one, show up every it, single Sunday. Every single Sunday. But you also have to show up Monday Tuesday. through Saturday. Yeah, Monday through Saturday. You have Saturday to show up train every single day. Games. Exactly. You have to. It's just like anything that we do. Anything could, that principle can be applied to anything that we do. So I really hope that that message was conveyed concisely to everyone and i hope that you guys picked up on that i really yeah, do i, hope I really you do really take a couple nuggets out of this because mm-hmm. i feel like this topic is not talked about enough mm-hmm. as yeah. it should be yeah. and it really is a problem and that brings me back to like mm-hmm. a way that i carry myself is i mm-hmm. always try with strangers or whoever i meet to kind of be that joy and be that light because you never know what anybody's yeah. going through don't the it could be the cashier at trader joe's that you're that you bump into or you you're in line with a stranger at a, at a clothing store or whatever. Yeah. Just always try to be nice. And I know it's the golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. But you really never know what anybody's going through, especially now more than ever. Where Seriously. Just mental yeah. health and suicide and everything is just so rampant and it's so dominant. Mm-hmm. It's so sad, honestly. It like kind of breaks my heart. Like I'm getting kind of emotional like just thinking yeah. about all this. No, I know. I, I'm so, I just, sorry. I kind of choir quieter than usual just because of this this is it's not always easy to talk about and when you live it day to day with some of the kids who are teenagers and even younger it's like it breaks your fucking heart and i don't i don't even talk about it enough i really don't and i'm a social worker myself and i have my therapist that i see i mean he's a, he's a great dude i you need you need to have someone and i i highly 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 encourage that if you've contemplated seeing a therapist do it give it a, just try it out the worst thing it is you don't like it the best thing it is it it, it saves your life it just it gives you something it gives you an outlet that you need it helped me tremendously it helps me in so many different ways my personal life my relationship with christina my relationship with my family my friends my peers my people that i do business with it, there's so many aspects of life that it helps and it's so hard cuz you don't see it yet you don't see it yet but i i really do encourage people if you're contemplating it try it out mm-hmm. try it for yourself honestly try it I just got kind of emotional <laughs> for a second, man, because I was thinking, dude, mm-hmm. when I so I went to when I grew up, mm-hmm. I went to like K one, two, three, four in kindergarten mm-hmm. at my grandma's school. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't start going to school around Wheaton mm-hmm. until first grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when I came to school in first grade, the very first friend that I ever made, who was like my brother, mm-hmm. Alula, mm-hmm. and he took his life in 2019. And that that one hit me. Yeah. Harder than a lot of things. I remember yeah. I was in Arkansas with Ben Carey at our mentors, mm-hmm. and I got a text message about it. I went out in the in the driveway and just bawled my eyes out. Yeah, and I'm like nine hours away, nothing I could do. It was the winter yeah. of 2019, so right before the pandemic, and then everything went to shit. I mean, 
I could I could list a lot more people that I know that have taken their lives and it's it's so sad and it's mm-hmm. I know it, it's hard. No, I know it's I, heavy, bro. And just know I'm always here for you, as you know. Always, and I know brother. vice versa. Um, shout out to Lula, man. Shout out, honestly, shout the only out, person shout out I know whose name spelled backwards is still the same name. It, it was A L U L A. Wow, Alula. Wow, Alula. That's that is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. That's that, that is really cool. Shout out to Lula and shout out the Abe family, Abel and, and Daniel, brother. Yeah, My family for life, man. Yeah, for real. But wow, I didn't want to get too heavy. No, I know. I kind of wanted to bring it back. So yeah, yeah. We were talking. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, like people bring this to light and they talk about it, but I think people kind of shrug it off. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to share um, a quote from Chris Rock from one yeah. of his comedy. I don't think it was a comedy special, like on Netflix, but it was from one of the comedy shows that went viral. And he was talking about only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally, unconditionally, but men. Mm-hmm. are only loved based on the condition that they provide something. Just think about that. Only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. No, yeah. You could be broke. Obviously, as a kid and a dog, like, you're just loved unconditionally. You walk in the door and people love you and they praise you, but men are only loved based on the condition that they provide something, whether that be, you know, financial, security, protection. Whatever it is. Yada, yada, whatever it is. It's tough, man. Men, we, we, we carry a lot of burdens. Wow. A lot of burdens, we carry a lot of weight, yeah. and we carry a lot of just pressure. Because more often than not, mm. in the traditional relationships, the men are the provider. We're the ones that you know yeah. make the money. I'm not saying that this is how it should be. Women can't totally. make money, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying totally. that, but I'm yeah. saying traditionally, like generally, Correct. men are usually the ones that provide, and we, we put the food on the table for the kids. For sure. And you know, mm-hmm. we work all, the, all that kind of stuff to, yeah. to provide for the family and protect. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's a lot, man. And obviously, it's a lot because... 105 men are taking their lives every single day. Every day. And wow. suicide is the second most common cause of death for men under the age of 45. Obviously, that there's a, there's a problem going on. And I think it needs to be talked about more. I think so. You know? And, and it's kind of crazy that it's the month of June, which mm-hmm. is kind of overshadowed yeah. for Pride Month. And yesterday was like Juneteenth. And there's a lot yeah. of other things which are fine to talk about. And it's for okay. Sure. But I think for sure. It's kind of unfortunate that it like shadows yeah. men's mental health month. Of course, like, yeah, we'll put this to the side, right? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. And uh, there's so it's many tough. controversial topics, and we're not, we're not going to dive into it. Yeah, no, 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 we're need. not. We're not. I'm just but, I kind of saying. You no, know. no, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean. And um, I mean, everything we talk about is either statistics that we've brought up or our or opinion on things. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. Opinion. Um, so, and if you don't like it, then, then you don't have to watch, you know I mean? That's just kind of what it is. But, you know, I think one thing that to lead off of your quote about Chris Rock is that it's, it's important that all the guys out there, man, check in with your boys. Yeah. Send a text, send an audio message, send a call them. Like Jeffrey and I, we talk every week. Almost every day. Almost, almost every other, almost almost every every day. day. If it's in a Snapchat or just talking on the phone, like we talk all the time. And sometimes I think Christina gets jealous, but. I think it's. I think it is important. Shout out Tina. Shout out Tina again. But in all seriousness, yeah. it, it, please it ch- please check in with your boys because you really don't know. You yeah, honestly you never don't know, know what, what somebody's struggling with or what they're going through. No. And it, the same thing for the for, for women as well. Just like yeah. check in on your friends. Seriously. Yes. Thank you. Thank tell, you for yes. Tell your family. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Your parents. Your your brothers. Your sisters. Tell them you love them every single day. I know every time we talk on the phone, we always say, like, love you. Like, it's all love. All like, love. Always. Always. Say all the boys. You have to. You have, have to, to everybody. And it's just like, you have to. You Reach out to your friends. You, you never know. You don't know when the last day is going to be. And, and the you biggest I mean? thing, honestly, is 
you have those close friends, you have those close family, please, please, please give off that positive environment where people are like a safe yeah. space where people can be comfortable to come to you and talk about things. Don't be a prick to people. Mm-hmm. Be no. nice. Right. Have a big heart. Like that's honestly the core message. And I know this was a little bit of a heavier episode for sure. But I think given yeah. the, the fact that it's June 20th, it's men's mental health month. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. And I know that we wanted to talk about, you know, have an episode about mental health and totally talk did. about yeah. it. I think that this is the perfect time to do it with it being Men's Mental Health Month. I didn't want to get like too sad or too sappy, but it's obviously something that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I could talk about it all night. It's something I'm very passionate about. And yeah, I no. just wanted to raise awareness, and, no. you know, for these viewers. Yeah, seriously. Please, you know, go look at it. What was it? It was headsupguys.org. Yeah. Please go to the link. Do some of your own research. Like, check out some of this stuff. It's real. Reach out to your guy friends, girls out there that are listening. Reach out to your guy friends. Talk to them. Be there for them. Just just be there for people. It's huge. Just be an ear. Just be an ear. Just be an ear to listen, a shoulder to lean on, maybe a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. Just create that safe space. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah, seriously. You know, and and just to wrap things up, thank you guys for listening, viewing watching subscribing smash that thumbs up button. smash that thumbs up smash hit it. that bell get oh. notified every time that we drop so. we're trying to drop what every week every week episode a week episode a week yep please thank you guys so yes. much for listening thank this you is so episode much episode four we'll bring it on to a wrap last thing that i want to say is just yes. anybody listening mm-hmm. anybody watching mm-hmm. Just know that you're not alone, please. There's suicide hotlines. Yeah. Reach out to your friends, like you said. Please just know that you're not alone. Whatever it is that you're struggling right. with, I promise you're not alone. Right. We'll reach, reach out to us. Reach out to us. Hit us reach in the comments, on the yeah. DMs, Instagram, seriously. whatever it is. Reach out to us. I promise I will listen. Yeah, 100%. I'm there for you. Call me, whatever. You say whatever We're you here. want. We We're are here. here. That's a wrap to episode four. Thank you, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. That's a good one, bro. It's a great one. Love I that think one. that conversation that was a good one. a lot yeah, better than with that structure. Yeah. It was good. I, did it feel better? Less in the back there? Yeah, good. It felt really structured.